I tell people, I says, you're in the middle of a stream that's going to cause your death. It's time for you to change horses. Change from a God that you thought was helping you to the God who can help you. And welcome. This is Casting Light, stories of recovery and hope from Guiding Light. Today's episode is sponsored by Treadstone Funding. We appreciate Treadstone Funding for making this episode and several of our past episodes possible. And I am Phil Tower, your host for every one of these episodes from inside the walls of Guiding Light Ministry here in downtown Grand Rapids. We come to you this holiday season, this Christmas season, we remember how Jesus came into the world so we might be restored through the love of God. And as you have heard in these past episodes, you will hear in this episode, men walk through the doors of Guiding Light every day to be restored. This is what this ministry is all about. We hope you will like our podcast. We encourage you to subscribe, tell a friend, share or review this podcast. With your help, we can grow this podcast ministry and attract even more listeners, which will allow us to share more stories of recovery and hope. It is my pleasure in this episode to welcome Dick Host. Dick is a mentor here uh, with a recovery program at Guiding Light. And Dick, first of all, welcome. It's good to talk to you. Good to be here this morning. So I always ask, I start with a question, is how did you find out about Guiding Light, and what caused you to walk in the door and say, I'm Dick, and I want to help out? I've been trying to think how many years ago it was when I first walked in here. I did not go through the program here at all, but I want to say 10, 15 years ago or so, uh, they started having meetings here on Saturday morning. And I, I came to uh, join and support the meetings, and that sort of opened the door and sucked me in. So those were support meetings? Were they listening meetings? What were those meetings like? They were AA meetings. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that just kind of brought you in. You heard the stories, and like, okay, <laughs> I got I to gotta get involved yeah. in this. And your role is mentor, counselor? Wait, what, what exactly do you do here? I, I Sponsor different gentlemen as we move through the the steps of the program. Okay, and sponsoring no, meaning uh, holding their hands at times, sometimes uh, kicking them in the rear, guiding them. You know, whatever is necessary for that given individual. Yeah, so it's mentoring, it's it's coaching, it's encouraging, shoving. Yeah, <laughs> a, a lot of things that uh, maybe an older brother does, or an uncle, or a father in the best of scenarios does for their children. And, you know, that's interesting you say that because every man, Dick, is different. There's no formula for this, is there? No, no. Well, there is a formula. I mean, it's in the the program itself and in what they uh, teach and preach here. But it's how everyone approaches them with their their own history and their own wants that... uh, um, um, it's like a prism changes it just a little bit from person to person. Mm-hmm. My way of uh, recovery uh, cannot and will not be any other way. Yet we still have the same uh, roadmap to get there. Yeah, I like that. Is there a way when you first meet uh, a man who's going through the recovery program here? Is there a way you assess them? 
without even talking to them? Or how does that process begin? Walk us through that process. Well, I, I presume as they walk through the doors the first time, they are in the process of not having completed the very first step, admitting that they need help, that they cannot control their addictions or alcoholism, and uh, you know, sort of you know, help me. And that's a presumption I have with, with all of them. Sometimes there are qualifications an individual has that does not uh, fully uh, endorse that helplessness, but uh, by and large, uh, my presumption you know, holds true. You know, if they do not feel helpless, if they do not feel hopeless, if they do not feel that they needed help, they wouldn't be here. So that's that's yeah. where I start from. You know, it's interesting because that's one of the hardest things for any man to do, whether a man has an addiction right. or not. That is to say, hey, I need help. Right. It's just not in our teeth. Right, right. Is it? Yeah. And yet once we can say that, you know, the door opens up and you know, a new world presents itself. Yeah. In that process, when you have a guy who's reluctant to admit that, that's got to be frustrating. Yet at the same time, you probably have been through this enough. You've got some techniques you use to, to get around that. Um, are, are there some people who that's just like a huge obstacle? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I, I'm thinking of another individual uh, sponsoring, and, and uh, he says, I know I need help, but uh, I just can't face the shame. I can't. He says, I drink to get numb because he, he, he keeps remembering you know, some of the stuff that went on in his history, and uh, it just leads him back to the bottle. I just talked to him shortly before he got here, and he says, I need help, Dick. And I says, are you willing to be, you know, throw that beer you got in your hand out? Well, not today. And I said, well, sorry, I can't help you. Hmm. And in this process, and help me and help our listeners understand this, you just mentioned somebody who wasn't willing to give up no. alcohol. So they cannot be formally accepted in the recovery program here if they're still drinking. Oh, right? no, by no means, no. They are, yeah. And they should, if <laughs> this individual uh, actually... Uh, uh, went. It was uh, three months in the program, and decided to want to drink again, and he had to leave. I don't know how to ask this, but I guess I'll just ask it <laughs> straightforward. Are there some people, and and I think there there are some people who don't understand addiction to the point where they can't beat it, or what do you attribute to people who have a hard time beating addiction? Control. Wanting to be in control, yeah. Doing it their way and their timetable. Wanting thirty years of sobriety in you know three days. You know it's uh, a, a, big, a big control issue. Just to give up is this precisely the same thing. But we can't admit we need help. That means I've got to be in control. If I'm not in control, I'm less of a man, and all that other crap. Sorry about the word goes yeah. along with it. Yeah, it is a lot of crap, but it's crap we carry with us. Yeah. It's been programmed into us since we were little boys, in some cases. One of the common themes, though, in every one of these episodes we've done, especially for the man, men who have had powerful success stories here at Guiding Light, mm-hmm. and going through the recovery, it's been them admitting they were weak, mm-hmm. which we share, and I've shared this with almost every guy when we've had that point of the conversation is, that is something even some of the most successful men in the world, at least a successful appearing, they won't even own up to it. Right. But it reminds me of a quote of, of St. Paul, when I am weak, I am strong. Yeah. 
I can admit my weakness, if I can need, admit I need help, you know, yeah, miracles it, happen. Yeah, and something to the effect, I'm trying to think, uh, in the gospel, he talks about being made perfect in his weakness, and mm-hmm. it's, really, it's really a powerful thing. If you, in your counseling and working with these men in the recovery program at, at Guiding Light, if you get a sense they're willing to admit that, and I know every man is different. Can you walk us through that process in, in terms of how you then get them to the next steps yeah. and how that happens? Well, obviously, I have them read from the uh, big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and, and we discuss uh, uh, what we read together. Uh, then I, 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 I re- well, require, I suggest that we do a lot of writing, and mm. I have them become as specific as possible the ways in which they've been powerless over alcohol drugs. Not it beat me every time, no. I had uh, I had $50 in my pocket, I was supposed to pay rent, instead I went to the bar and wasted it. Or I was supposed to buy this gift for my girlfriend, instead I, you know, you know, I went and drank. You know, very, very specific, you know, because uh, generalities don't tend to change lives. Specific occurrences, uh, I believe, you know, as we look at them, and admit them, get it out on on paper, helps us to grow along those ways. And then, you know, in those ways of being weak and powerless over alcohol or drugs, okay, let's okay, let's let's look for something that can help us uh, move with that. You know, that's a step into the the higher power, or God, whatever uh, we want to call that that entity, uh, because alcohol and drugs had become our gods. Yeah. We use them to forget. We use them to make us strong. We use them to make us feel more comfortable uh, and all that. And it always fails. So let's look for something else. You know, and that's where uh, the higher power, whatever, however they want to call them, God, Jesus, and, and I don't care what they call them, as long as they meet that individual, that that, that entity, that, that divinity, uh, that can start changing their lives. Because it's then with the third step where they... So, okay, God, I'm willing to take a chance. Here, care for me. Care for me, and that's a big thing. We're speaking with Dick Host, who is a mentor with a Guiding Light Recovery program here. You know, we it makes me remember a very wise man said to me a, a long time ago, he said that so often men who have this this emptiness that they're trying to fill up somehow, whether it's an addiction, whether it's buying toys, whether Mm. it's uh, women, whatever it could be, um, that is really masking a spiritual emptiness. I thought that was so incredibly wise for them to say. And like you said, and this is important that our listeners understand that, here at Guiding Light, there's not one type of faith or spirituality pushed. It's admitting that you are powerless, admitting you need that higher power to call upon, isn't it? Wonderful. Yes, great. And uh, I couldn't agree more. It's just because I tell people, I says, you're in the middle of a stream that's going to cause your death. It's time for you to change horses. Change from a God that you thought was helping you to the God who can help you. Yeah. So That's pretty powerful. And, it, and and they can picture that too, because there there's there are a few fears greater than the thought of drowning, and for them, metaphorically, they are drowning. Yes, a, a, as well too. I'm curious when I look at you, you're a confident, good-looking young man. 
He lies. <laughs> now, I want to ask you, is it hard sometimes to establish credibility? Some guy looks at you and says, why should I believe you? Is that a challenge sometime, or do you find that you just cut right through that? Um, I, I can't tell you why you know, anyone else would believe me other than you know, I go to a lot of meetings here. I show up. I support. Uh, you know, and I've got some longevity in, in recovery. Uh, you yeah. you were an alcoholic yourself. Yes, I am an alcoholic. You know, and I've got uh, you know thirty plus years of you know sobriety. Wow! But one day at a day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah, yeah. And so once they learn that, that certainly helps establish that that street cred, if you will. Yes, but also I, I they have the freedom. I let them know right up front. Uh, if they find someone else can they can do a better job for them, or they can connect with better. Choose that person because it's right. their life. It's not my life. Yeah, it's their life. You know, and although they are helping me remain sober and work my program, but it's uh, much more important from my point of view that they get the help that they need. Dick Host, you've been doing this uh, quite a while here at Guiding Light, and I know it's mm-hmm. got to be fulfilling to you. What what brings you back? Right now, in this day and age, when the whole world seems to be going to hell in a handbasket. I see a lot of hope here. I see uh, recovery in a program of uh, the 12 steps, you know, giving hope and, and changing the world. You know, I, I, um, a good friend of mine who has since passed, you know, once said, you know, that AA is the greatest gift God has given humanity since Jesus Christ. Yeah, because it's it's a way of life. It's, it's for me, it's a way of encountering the spiritual, of, of growing uh, closer, you know, to my God. You know, as I understand that God, and uh, so it's I, selfishly I come to be fed though that, mm. and and the only way I can receive it is if I give it away. Yeah, which is that it's that's really pretty cool. I I think the other thing that's great about that, from my perspective, is. It resonates more with those men, I would dare say. It, it, I, I'm sure it does. I'm confident it does. Yet, at the same time, Dick, there's some people listening to us right now who are caught in that stream, mm-hmm. who are listening to this, who don't want to admit it, or maybe they, someone listening to us is in a family where they're married to an alcoholic. Somebody's got a problem and it won't admit it. What would you say to those people listening right now? For those who have family members or good friends, get involved in, in Al-Anon. I am also an Al-Anon member, and it's, it's helped me realize that I have no control over people. Okay. Uh, for those who are suffering, uh, whether it's a disease, alcoholism, or drug addiction, you know, get past your fear. You're not going to be less of a person because you need help and admit that help. In fact, you're going to become much more of a healthy person and it'll enjoy life, you know. And you're going to enjoy it at a level you never thought possible. Correct. Plus, you can be joining a lot of people. This is not a. This is not an exclusive group. Is there are more and more people who are members of AA who are celebrating those years of sobriety. Um, I had a very close friend and coworker who that was that day of sobriety, that anniversary. That was more important in his birthday than than mm-hmm. any other date in his life. Yeah. And that is for a lot of people in recovery, isn't it? 
It is. It, it just gives a, a totally different perspective. You know, we had no choice over the day we were born, <laughs> but we did have a choice. Yeah. You know, in in in, in uh, recovery, something worth celebrating. Dick Host, I appreciate so much, mm. and I know our listeners who support the ministry here at Guiding Light appreciate so much what you are doing. Is there anything I I didn't ask you about that you wanted to add in terms of what you do? Come on in. If you're suffering, come on in and, and uh, you know see what's to offer. If you're not suffering, come on in and see what you can offer the program. An invitation yeah. from the man himself, Dick Host, uh-huh. one of the great mentors here in the program at Guiding Light. We appreciate Thank you for being with us. Thank you. We remind you that this episode of Casting Light, Stories of Recovery and Hope, is sponsored by Treadstone Funding. Thank you to Treadstone Funding. They're able to bring you this episode. And most importantly, I want you to think about the fact that we are in the middle of the Christmas season, the holiday season. So we remind you how Jesus came to the world so we might be restored through the love of God. And men come through the doors every day here at Guiding Light to be restored. And Dick Host plays a part of that. The Guiding Light is able to be the place where they can go, where they can come through the doors, just like Dick said. We hope you will support the podcast ministry. If you'd like to learn more, I would invite you to please consider being a donor. If you've never done that, guidinglightworks.org, guidinglightworks.org. Most importantly, review our podcast, like our podcast, subscribe or share this episode with someone with your help and with your sharing these episodes we can bring even more listeners into the fold which will allow us to share more stories of recovery and hope until then i'm phil tower this is casting light thank you for listening